Welcome back to part two, everybody. Uh, thank you for hanging on to us for a two-part series. As always, my name is Garrett, and here with my co-host of part two of the State of the NFL Address. What to do, what to do, this is Jalen Prince. Who are you, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Jim from Fan in the Van Podcast. <laughs> We've been recording for uh, three hours. This will be fun. Uh, <laughs> y'all don't know that, and you'll find out at the end of the show. It goes off the rails very, very quickly, so please stay tuned until the very end. Talk, since we want to talk about mid, let's get into the NFC South first. Um, and I might be doing the AFC East. Aaron is on his way. He probably he may not be on for another 30 minutes, so I might do the AFC East while he's looking to hop on, and I'll let him do his division. But let's get right into it. So we got to start with the NFC South. Speaking of mid, we'll start with with, with formerly what was formerly known as or, uh, the team formerly known as Tampa Bay. Uh, lost, lost Tom. Yeah, Baker uh, Mayfield speaking of Cleveland. Signed Baker Mayfield speaking of Cleveland. And you got my boy Kyle Trask, who are going to battle it out to replace Tom Brady. It's going to take more than one quarterback to replace that dude. Mm-hmm. And nobody, as much as I hate Brady, nobody's replacing no. the talent that is Tom Brady. No. Not Baker, Kyle Trask. Nobody they ever bring in is going to ever replace Tom no. Brady. And he's, and he's, I hate the guy, but I can't take away what he's done. No, it, it's. I, I feel the same way about like. Uh, there's so many players I feel the way about. Like Tom Brady is. Brady more? So... Do you hate Gronk? I love Gronk. No, I was asking Jim. I, I hate Brady. This, I hate I Brady. this to every single fan. I hate Brady, but I could tolerate Gronk to a degree. Yo soy la fiesta. <laughs> I like. Him as a, I like him as a player, but just keep him off TV doing any like pregame <laughs> or analyst bullshit. Oh, he's a moron. But I love him. He, he should. He's a frat boy. Mm-hmm. He's a frat boy. Yeah, well, I'll add it out eventually. No, well, and the thing with it too is like he was the one. And the one thing I will give Gronk is whoever managed his money was super smart. Um, he lived off his signing bonuses. He hasn't touched his signing bonus and endorsements. He hasn't touched his contracts, and this was years ago. So I mean, dude's fine. That's a smart. Hey, way man, you got to give him credit. Like, bro, yeah. you able to, yeah. you 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 take advice. You learn. Yeah. Give credit where credit's due. But let's get to Tampa Bay. I mean, uh, you like got, Skip, ba- Skip Bayless would say Brady's the reason why he kept all that money. Yeah, you Skip got Bayless Matt. would say like Tom Brady's the reason why Skip Bayless, Skip, kept Skip all Bayless that says money. a lot of things with his frosted tips that bleach is leak or leaking into his brain. Uh, but you get Matt Filer or Matt Feeler, you got Greg Gaines, Ryan Neal. Uh, you've got a bunch of additions that don't really do a whole lot. They just kind of resigned some players. There, there weren't really anything too crazy in the offseason. They drafted decently. It wasn't anything nuts. Um, for me, I think Kyle Trask. This is the week. This is going to be the weakest division in sports this year. I agree. This is the weakest division of the league. Uh, I think Trask is going to be starting by midseason, without a doubt. Uh, it's going to be a six and eleven team. They're, they'll do okay, but I mean, it, the, the, I'm five or six wins. I'm six and eleven at best, and some of these I'm, I'm being generous with. Three, maybe two division wins. Yeah, no, but it's not going to be a lot. I, this, I, I'm trying to figure out which division team is going to sweep them. No one's going to sweep. This is going to be splits across the board. There's not a single sweep in the NFC South this year. It's all it's all 50-50. It's all one-on-one one games. We'll see. It's all one-on-one oh, games. You, oh, yeah. Well, Shaq Barrett is there. He's still Shaq there. Barrett's still there, but defense can't win. It, it, again, Like, and I'll, I'll get into this when I talk about Tennessee. You can't win the division with the low points per game average. 
True, uh, but, but like we, you look at the offensive line, they still got Ryan Jansen, Donovan mm-hmm. Smith, I believe, is still there. Um, you got you got some pieces on the offensive line. Yeah, much. Mike Evans is still there, along with God, along with Godwin mm-hmm. and um Russell Gage. They have the but, pieces, but the problem is that it's the the quarterback. That guy is gone. Yeah, you the guy is gone. So I mean, I got Tampa going six and eleven at best. Uh. I'm going to take a couple shots at your boy, Jalen. Uh, we're going to the Panthers. Panthers did well. Uh, they had a decent offseason. Um, they're going to have a they, – they fired Matt Rule, which was beyond necessary. Nope. Um, I don't know why they traded McCaffrey, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I, think, they signed, I, think for the reason why, I think for the reason why they were able to get, like, uh, get Bryce Young. Get I, Bry- Bryce Young they weren't doing. They weren't doing anything, you did, and you didn't want to waste a dude's talent. So I mean, like it, it's like I don't know. I mean, Bryson will be fine. Bryson will be starting by week three at least. Andy Dalton might get the first couple week games. Uh, we'll see. Like Bryce Young's already been moved to Frank, QB. Frank, Frank Wright already he already acknowledged it. No, well then never mind. I take that back. So yeah. Bryson will start in week one. It'll be fine. I, I mean, he's it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, the biggest thing for me is I don't think his heights can be too big a deal. There's plenty of five ten five eleven quarterbacks in the NFL. One of the best passers to ever play this game, Drew Brees, was under six feet. Yep. So I mean, you can be a smaller quarterback and still succeed. Now you need to have football smarts. Just don't play and, call. Just don't play Call of Duty all the time. Don't don't play Call of Duty. <laughs> Look like a toddler running with a TV remote. That was still the greatest or analytical thing I've ever seen, and now I can't unsee it when I watch him run. And don't go, cuss at you. And don't cuss at you, coach. Don't be Johnny Manziel. Um, that's very, very easy. Don't be Johnny Menzel. Um, but I digress. They signed a bunch of aging vets to kind of replace DJ Moore, which isn't a terrible move, but I mean, it's going to be difficult because Bryce Young doesn't really have anybody to throw to. Oh, well, he, he got Mingo at Ole Miss. He's got Mingo at Ole Miss, but you've got either unproven rookies, uh, guys who in their second or third year who have always just been average, and you've got vets oh, who are on their last leg. So hey, you got... You say what? They brought in Adam Thielen, who still got some left in the tank, too. Yeah, but, I mean, again, he's almost 30. So, I mean, you've got a receiver who's on his last couple of years. So, it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out. Uh, Dalton will be a decent mentor for him. I'm not too worried about that. I got I got him going eight and nine. Nothing crazy. Nothing, you know, nothing flashy. They'll be okay. Like I said, this is going to be the most mid-division in all of the NFL this year. Now, we got to talk about the New Orleans Saints. I think Derek Carr was a decent addition. He's better than Jameis. He's better than whoever else they had. You know, Taysom Hill has clearly proven he's not the quarterback. He's a gadget dude, which, I mean, is great. Every team needs that gadget guy, and that's going to be fine. But Taysom Hill isn't it. And I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it is. I think they had some decent additions. Brian Brees was a decent uh, draft. Foskey was a decent pick. A.T. Perry was a good steal in the draft, and Jake Hayner could be the you know heir apparent a quarterback. We'll see, and it was a late-round pick, so it's fine. Um, I still don't think they're going to be that good. Uh, my predictions are going to be Michael Thomas still plays less than four games, and the Saints have a slightly below-average season. They're going to be 7-10. I'm going to give Michael Thomas. I think he plays 10. I, I got four games. <laughs> like I, give it, I, give, I give it seven or eight. I, I got I, – I, no, I, I got no faith. I have zero faith in my – and I like – It ain't about faith in that. I'm going to say, like, dogs, you fighting for your job right now. I, I love I, – nothing but love for the slant, God. But, I mean, it's 
you haven't played a full season. I think I think Jalen, you and I might have still been in college when you played full season last. It's been a minute. I think it's 2019. That was yeah, the year. It, when, that was the year he broke uh, the the receiving yards record. Of, uh, the either the reception record and yeah, 2019. Uh, you, reception. You were still record. in college. I was out. Yeah, reception record and offensive player of the year. Ridiculous. They're going seven to ten. Uh, decent placeholder for Carson. And for, the what the, and, for, and for what the Saints said, they got screwed out of that playoff game with the they Rams. Did. They did, but that's a, that's a different conversation for another day. Yep. Got to talk about the home state team. Got to finish it off in the Falcons. I think Falcons Falcons win the division. Falcons win I the division. I haven't gone there yet. I haven't got to that point yet. Here's why. Falcons win the division. They dominated the offseason free agency signings. Jesse Bates, David Onyemata, Jeffrey Okuda was a steal of a trade. Onyemata was, was the biggest uh, – Onyemata to me was the biggest pickup. That was a great pickup. Jesse Bates was a great pickup. They did great in the offseason. Um, Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell, too. But then you also have Bijan Robinson. So you finally have that Saquon, McCaffrey, Derrick Henry type back that Arthur Smith has always wanted this team to have. You're still not going to be able to use Kyle Pitts because you're a moron. And I don't know <laughs> why you're using one of the best pure pass catching tight ends that we've seen they in this league in years as a how. blocking tight end. And it drives me insane. <laughs> Ooh, you t- hashtag free Kyle Pitts. Free Kyle Pitts, please. Or trade this man or whatever. Like let, let him ride off into the sunset. Don't pick up his fifth year option. Let him use him as trade fodder. I don't care. Get him out of Atlanta. I'm sick of this. Let this man um, be free. Go ahead. I got Bijan Robinson's going to be starting over Cordero Patterson by week two. There's no reason he's not. Bijan, that that starting thing don't mean jack. They run the three running back rotation. No, they're doing two. Uh, Bijan's going to be the guy. Bijan's going to be the guy. Bijan has the ability to be that guy. I think he Clark does. Phillips too was a fantastic steal late in the draft. I don't know why he dropped into like round three or four. Fantastic pickup. Uh, the Falcons go nine and eight, win the division. Uh, Bijan will literally put the team on his back for a few wins. Um. I it, this is the only fantasy advice I'll ever give anybody. Uh, don't draft any of the Falcons receivers or tight ends. You will not use them. You won't use them unless they're like spot starts and you're in like a 15 person league. You're forgetting the biggest elephant in the room. And what would that well, be? This, this well, in this case, you're forgetting the biggest bobcat in the room. Desmond Ritter. You mean Bearcat? Bearcat. <laughs> <laughs> you could, man. Look, Ritter will be fine. He's again, Ritter has been. That's the only thing we don't know. Dog. He's a game manager, and the biggest thing with it, and one of the issues he had at Cincinnati, one of the issues he's having in training camp right now, based on reports, is accuracy. So he's going to be inaccurate still. And how he plays in how he plays in big games. That's my only issue. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, he's either going to be the dude or he's not. And I mean, if if Ritter can hold it together for the full season. All you need to be in that Arthur Smith system is a game manager. Remember, Arthur Smith is the guy who made Tannehill look like a star quarterback. Which I will king. It was because he had a king in the back. I, I will eviscerate this man in a couple seconds. <laughs> give, give me a minute. So that's it for the NFC South. Uh, Falcons win it. Um, Tampa Bay is going to be in last place, but I mean, there, there's nothing but division splits in this thing. It's nothing special. Uh, let's start. Base- Based off of all that, who are the teams that you see competing for the Caleb Williams sweet stakes? Mm. Um, Tampa well, we'll Bay, Tampa Bay for sure. Um, Vegas is absolutely going to compete for it. I'm trying to think, Minnesota won't. 
Panthers won't, Texans won't, Titans won't. Lions won't. Lions won't. Titans might. Uh no, they won't. They're they're too no, they hard headed for that. Chiefs won't. Uh Chargers won't. Denver won't. Yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Seattle won't. Seattle won't. Seattle won't. They'll be fine. Um no Vikings, no Bears, no Bengals, no Bills. Maybe Cardinals. Maybe Cardinals. Maybe Cardinals. Maybe Cardinals. Um, I would say the Cardinals. Um, I would say the Raiders. And I would say maybe the Saints. I don't see the Saints with Derek Carr. No, not no. I think if they don't do good and they somehow get like a top ten pick or some on some sort, mm-hmm. then I can see them go quarterback. They won't get Williams. Maybe May. Um, uh, maybe Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina. I. The reason why I know Jimmy said Jets, and the reason why I don't think the Jets are going to do it, and because I will, it looks like I'll be taking over the AFC East one for uh, for sure. I Rodgers will be the reason why they don't get a top ten quarterback in this year's draft, but we'll get into that in a second. Got to get into my division. Got to get into the, the the reigning champions of the AFC South, the reigning champions of the AFC Mid. We'll call it what it is. Uh, we're not a very deep division. It's us. There's one team who isn't rebuilding. There's one team who's in rehab, and there's two teams who are rebuilding. That's how this is working. Uh, start with one of the rebuilding teams, Houston. Uh, Houston made a bunch of free agency moves, which I'm happy about. Uh, Shaq Mason, Jimmy Ward, Robert Woods, all decent picks. They won the draft by far. Uh, it's between uh, Houston and the Steelers, where I think were the two teams did the best in the draft. Bears did well, too. But getting C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson Jr. is was an absolute masterclass. I think it's going to be smart. I think they definitely make a big impact right at the gate. I think Tank Dell is going to be a little sleep or a little bit of a sleeper pick for wide receiver. I think my biggest thing with Tank Dell though is going to be his body being able to hold up to these NFL level hits and being able to hold up to an NFL caliber season. That's my biggest concern. I do think that they go six and eleven because they're still rebuilding. I want to be very, very clear on that. They're rebuilding just because you had a very good draft and signed a lot of free agents doesn't mean that you rebuilt in a year. This isn't Madden. That's not how this works. Uh, they're going to go 6-11. and 11. Stroud is going to outperform the other four rookie quarterbacks. I think he's going to be the best of the four just because of, A, the situation he's in, um, and he has some veteran presence around him. He's got some rookie presence around him. He's it, He'll be, I think, the best of the four. Um, he'll do all right, but the team just isn't there yet. Um, and I get to call somebody back out on Twitter, but <laughs> who said they were a playoff team, which they are not. Let's get into the, our, our friendly neighbors to the North. Let's get into the Indianapolis Colts had a fantastic off season. Uh, Abicom was a great, uh, addition of the defensive line. Richardson was definitely a, a, it'll be a huge, it, this was a boom or bust type signing Richardson. I said it since the beginning, he has the lowest floor, but the highest ceiling of any quarterback in this class. He has all the intangibles, do everything. Jalen, you're on mute. But also might be the biggest risk. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's the biggest risk in the entire class. He has the lowest floor, but the highest ceiling. He has an absolute cannon for an arm. And if you look at his tape in Florida, this is not a Gator fanboy speaking here. If you look at a lot of his tape, he suffered from a ton of drops. Yes, there were poor decisions. That is what it is. I'm not going to, you know... I'm not going to kind of, you know, mince words here. There were definitely some poor decisions, but, you know, that was his first year as a full starter. But the intangibles are there. The size is there. The mechanics are getting there. The arm strength is there. The athleticism is there. The Apparently, he's been picking up the playbook like that. 
So it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. I think he's starting by week three. Um, however, it, and it's very, very clear to see what all the teams are doing when they drafted different players. They're trying to find a way to stop us. Um, Blake, Fre- or Blake Freeland was a good pick. I'm not going to try to pronounce. Uh, I am. Uh, Adetamiwa Adabaware. I butchered your name, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I butchered your name, man. I'm sorry. Good defensive line pick. Absolute freak athletes. Um, Josh Downs was a great pick as well. I think him going late in the draft was a good steal. They're they're building up weapons. I think they finally have some help. But again, this is all going to hinge on the health of Jonathan Taylor and the ability of Anthony Richardson to slow down this game quicker uh, than any other quarterback in this division. That all being said, five and twelve. Struggles out the gate. He's not going to do so hot. Um, he's going to hit his stride towards the end of the season. Defense can help him in some games if the defense can stay healthy. But Richardson is going to struggle early on. Now let's get into the Titans before we get into my Jaguars. Um, Titans are the team that's in rehab, if y'all couldn't figure it out by now. Um, I don't know if they know what they are. It's getting to the point now where you can't just feed Derrick Henry the ball and rely on him because your offensive line was one of your biggest weaknesses offensively last year. Taylor um, Luan is gone. Taylor Luan is gone. Um, they did sign uh, Skaronsky, which was a great pick. I will give them credit for that. That was a great pick, and it's very clear to see that they know where their issues are on offense. However, didn't really do a ton in the offseason. I mean, Andre Dillard was a decent pick, but – it's been super underwhelming and he's been behind uh, players in Philly for his entire season or his entire career. So it's kind of easy to see why he wasn't starting. Will Levis was an absolute moron of a pick. I don't understand that. Um, The full banana peel on eating mayonnaise in my coffee drinking. Oh yeah. For those who are watching live, everybody's eyes just rolled. Dude, I don't know. He, his mechanics are off. Who puts mayonnaise in their coffee? I don't know. I don't know. I'll put mayonnaise on like bread to toast it because it still works similar as butter and you can't taste a difference. Don't at me. You can't. I've tried it multiple times. You can't tell. However, I have never used mayonnaise. We're going to have to have a conversation on you putting on you putting mayo on, butter, on buttered toast. No, no, I've no, never no. Done. no, 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 not butter on the, not butter and mayonnaise. I'm saying use mayonnaise because it's an oil-based thing to toast the bread. That's what I'm getting at. It's I will fa- toast that thing dry before I will put mayonnaise on there. I'm going to, okay. I will make a ham sandwich. I'll make a turkey Bro, sandwich. When, oh, then you, I would use no, mayo. No, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. The next time you're in town, I will find you and I will make you two sandwiches and you'll not be able to tell. I fucking Bro, promise you. All right. But I'm gonna, all right <laughs> I promise you. But I, I'm going to quote Squidward. When I die, you stay away from my funeral. <laughs> I'm going to be there giving the eulogy and you know it. So Tennessee is going to be exactly that. They're going to be they're going to win less than eight games. I don't know how many games they're going to win, but it's going to be less than eight. Tannehill and Vrabel are gone at the end of the season because there's nothing else you can do at this point. It's on the coach and the quarterback. You have a failed college wide receiver as your starting quarterback. The fact that he's made it this long in the league is absurd to me. You have Derrick Henry who is almost hitting year 30. He's almost 30 years old. No running back is very productive after 30 years. He could be the exception. Cause remember Adrian Peterson was fine after 30 years. Um, Bro, you froze out. Of, you froze out a few times. Jim, did I freeze out on your end? No. Nah. 
Might be your Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. I got the recording on my end, so we're fine. Anyways, it's they're not going to be able to do it. I mean, Tannehill's not the answer. The fact you gave up or Malik Willis after one year shows horrible leadership in the front office and on the coaching end because it takes multiple years to build a quarterback. If your quarterback doesn't have it after year three, you're done. He's not going to be the dude. Uh, if you. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen has now changed his background to Squidward saying, you stay away from my funeral. <laughs> Bet there's mayonnaise on the Krabby Patty, I'll tell you what. Oh, no, 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 we done a research. No. I'm kidding. So it, this is not about SpongeBob, this is about football. So, again, Tannehill is gone by season's end. Either it's retired or whatever. Derrick Henry is hitting year 30 for his age, and very rarely are running backs productive after 30, especially when they're getting almost 300 carries in a season. They're going to run that man into the ground. The fact that he hasn't, you know, doesn't have glass bones and paper skin at this point is insane to me. He's a he's a freak of nature. He's one I of those know rare that. breeds. That's why he like that's when it, that's how he's been able to last so long. Now he did get hurt uh, that one year when he was about to go for two thousand yards rushing. But I digress. It's what's gonna keep happening though. That's the thing. It, it's it's gonna get hurt if they keep doing it like that and they don't build up the offensive line and they force him to have thirty plus carries a game. He's gonna wear down. You can excuse me. I said this on Twitter. I don't know if anybody saw it or not. You cannot win the division averaging 17 points per game like they did last year or giving up the. No, you can't win anything. And you also can't stop anybody when you're giving up the most passes. They gave up six yards per pass and they gave up uh, the most yards through the air for the entire NFL. Now, they did try to draft and sign some defensive backs. And I understand that there were some injuries, but that that doesn't negate being the worst pass defense in the league. They're not winning more than eight games. I've said it, lock it in. I don't care. Um, they're going to be still, though, the second best team in the division because outside of Jacksonville, there's not really a contender in this division. Jaguars winning 12 games. I don't care. We're winning 12 games. There's nothing. You can't tell me otherwise. Uh, quiet on the free agency front. However, Calvin Ridley did come off suspension, so we're fine. Uh, Dearness Johnson had a nice little spot there, picked him up, which was great. You were basically, we're at the point where we don't need, you know, a star signing every offseason. We're drafting for depth um, and we're signing for depth. Anton Harris was a fantastic pick. I watched his tape at Oklahoma. I liked the pick. I also liked the fact that uh, we signed him because Cam Robinson may not be playing this season <laughs> for PEDs. We'll see. But it was a good pick. I think Parker Washington is going to be an absolute steal. Um, I think it's going to be, I, we're in for another good season. I mean, the team only got better. We didn't get worse. We didn't really lose anybody too substantial. If anybody at all, we're going to be fine. Anybody we cut or released were cap casualties or guys weren't really starting anyways. 12-1 season, win division again, AFC championship is where we're going to end up. I don't see us winning it, but I see us getting to the AFC championship game. So that's it for Jacksonville. And the other thing you got to look at is Ridley coming off suspension is almost is almost like a free agent signing in a way. Absolutely. And dude and will, will have a positive impact offensively for Trevor Lawrence because yeah. now it's another weapon. Absolutely. So, Trevor's a top I five mean, quarterback this year. He hasn't played in a while, so you're going to have to give him time to kind of acclimate again, but he can still go for, I'll say right now, he could have 12 to 1,400 yards this year. He, his best season, I've said it, I've been saying it for months now, his best season, he went for 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns with a broken foot. Yeah. A broken foot. Now imagine, he even said it in his press conference when he first came to Jacksonville. He's like, that was my worst, you know, my best season. I had a broken foot. Imagine what I can do with a year and a half of rest. 
He's yeah. about to destroy defenses. I can't wait. But now it's time for the AFC East. Let's get right into it. Let's buy a little bit of time for Aaron when he's coming in. So we got to talk about the AFC East and send this real quick. We got to talk about the AFC East. So I've been saying it, I've been saying it, and I've been saying it again, and we can do a joint effort on this one. Um, I'll absolutely take the, I'll take the Jets for sure because the, Oh boy, Jets fans! I don't know if you're as delusional as Cowboys fans yet or not, but you guys are certainly out there. Rodgers and the Jets are going to win eight games. You're going eight and nine. Uh, it's yeah. there, there's no other way around it. You're eight and they nine. There he was, Chuck Clark. You already lost 20. Chuck Clark, and on top of that, if you look at their schedule, you can genuinely see nine losses on the schedule. They're not going to be that good. Now, you, you've got all the weapons around you. That's fine, but it's the Jets. And like I said earlier, where do quarterbacks go to die? They go to the Jets because everything they do is under a microscope. When is the last time besides the Mark Sanchez Jets going to the AFC Championship game and a Rex Ryan, when is the last time a Jets quarterback has had a remotely decent season? <laughs> Pretty much since Sanchez. And the, the other thing is that Jets fans aren't realizing Aaron Rodgers is coming to a more – quarterback dominated AFC. We're right. going up against Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, Trevor Lawrence, Allen, Allen, I'll throw Matt Jones in there. I'll Ian throw Sean Watson in there. Yeah. You I'll, I'll, but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll throw Robin Tug in there. And <laughs> you know, he could be, he couldn't beat a mid Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, and Jets, and Jets fans are already saying they're winning the Super Bowl. I, you know what? Right now, the Jets. Oh, you forgot to Tua. Yeah, Tua's no, in there too. A healthy Tua. A healthy, healthy Tua. Tua. And but that's three in their division. That's in the division, exactly. A healthy Tua, and I've been saying this even with Rodgers, even with Brees Hall, even with Garrett Wilson, even with Lazard and Rand- or Randall Cobb and Uzoma and your defense. You are still the fourth best team in your Uzoma. division. You're still the fourth best team in your division. I can't say third, especially if New England signs DeAndre Hopkins. If they sign DeAndre Hopkins, like that, that's the thing. The Jets are going to battle for third place in their division because Buffalo's the best and Miami's right behind them. And the only reason Miami's behind them and not better than them right now is we're worried about Tua's health. But even with Tua gone for half the season, still in a playoff bid. Yeah. So if Tua stays healthy all season, imagine what they can do. Number one and two are locked in in Miami and Buffalo. And the Jets, I mean, like uh, CBS has them at 10 and seven. I got them at eight and nine. I, it, it's, there's no way. They're not that good. You're going to miss the playoffs. You're, you're, you focused on the wrong quarterback, and that's your fault. I don't care. It's dumb. It's absolutely dumb. I, it, they're absolutely going to blow this up. Uh, it's you, you also didn't help yourself by signing Will or drafting Will McDonald the fourth in your first with your first round pick. You didn't get any more help for Rodgers because you focused on his guys on his list that he totally didn't give you. You could thank New England for fucking the Jets over by making the deal with Pittsburgh. Yes, you can. Roger Jones. So Belichick yeah, called up. Yeah, he called him up. Stop. He said, "Look, here's what we're going to do. You know, I don't really know if we want to. I, I don't want to give." the Jets, their, their choice of pick. So let's go ahead and trade spots. I don't really want this guy either. So you go ahead and take him. And the con artist GM, that's Omar Khan. Yeah, that was great. 
It, it's just the only pick of theirs that I like. They lost Elijah Moore. Think about that. Yeah. So, but they did sign Miko Harbin and Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. And the only one on that entire list that I actually think is worth worth a damn is Miko Hardman. As long as he's healthy. As long as he's healthy. Lazard is on the Lazard is on the tail end and Randall Cobb is what 34, 35? Yeah, I think he, he's gonna be the same thing with Rogers. One or two one or two seasons and he's calling it quits. Yeah, they're done. Jets are gonna be Jets are the third or fourth best team in the division by far. Um, it's not even close. We'll go into New England as well. The only way I see New England actually holding their own is again, they lost Jacoby Myers, but they got uh TikTok Juju Smith Schuster. If they sign DeAndre Hopkins, they can easily fight for second or third place in that division, but it's a matter of time. What's happening right now is their defense is bailing them out, but they did get some more help with Christian Gonzalez and Keon White in the draft. Decent picks. Christian and Gonzalez. They finally got an offensive coordinator. They finally got an offensive coordinator. Uh, you're welcome for, you know, you, you can tell you what, Jalen, you can say thank you for uh for free in Alabama. We best said thank you, man. We sent him a, we, we gave him a gift basket. Gift baskets, got, charities, got, whatever. It got, it got plenty of four leaf clovers. Um oh wait, New Yorkers drink Snapple. What what are what what are like ball what do uh people from Boston drink? Oh god, how stereotypical do we want to go? <laughs> beer, yeah, beer, lots beer. of beer. It's no, your cousin no. Sam from Boston. Duncan and beer, Duncan That's Donuts and beer. Sammy Adams, Sammy Adams, Sam Adams and Duncan. But the Patriots, yeah, though, one of their key defensive guys. Though I don't know if you guys seen that. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I know Garrett seen it. What, was it Jack Johnson, whatever his name is? Getting caught with a gun after calling out John Morant for saying he was stupid. You going yeah, to do the same? Yeah, that, that was dumb. That was so that was dumb. dumb. But then you again, you also got Jacecki out of Miami, so they can Mac can throw him touchdowns and watch him murder the gritty over and over and over again. Oh, stop doing the gritty, please. The, Only one guy can do it. Jacecki. No, no, okay, here's, here's two. Here's, here's my two. Thing. I'll give you two. Here's Jamar my, and There's a third one. What's the third? His name's DJ, his name's DJ Char. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. He went to LSU. I'll give you that. Mind you, I'm I'll, a Ben fan. I, I've seen him do like, oh, Odell Beckham Jr. can do it too. OBJ can do it. Any LSU receiver I, can do it. He should do it though. Coming off of two ACL injuries, oh, he should not. No, 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 no. OBJ is going to gritty no, no, no. and blow out his he ACL. Do the whole gritty if you moving left, far right, taking about five feet from um, from the uh, from your next step. He shouldn't do that. <laughs> but if he does it light. Now he darn so better not do it doing the gritty like all the way to the end zone like Jeff or like Jettis did when he first hit when he when he first hit that thing where it really took off. Or you can do what Mac Jones did during the Pro Bowl and just do it from one end zone to the other. But Mac can actually do it. That's <laughs> Mac can do it, which is crazy. It, but it, like, like he look, he, his thing. He's not Adam Thielen. He ain't that bad, and he's not Mike Gasecki. He's not Gasecki at all. And he ain't even the offensive line. And he ain't none of the offensive line from Minnesota. Yeah. You ever see Jettis try to get them to dance to it? And at least I he think... ain't Kirk o- and at least he ain't doing it like Kirk O'Chains. Well, <laughs> well, he can only do that after one o'clock games. That's true. True, and- true, true, true. Good old, old, old Kirk Thuggins. Yeah. Him in the no. plane just I see, I see, I see. I love it. I love Kirk. And then lose to the Giants in the first game in, in the mm-hmm. wild card. Mm-hmm. Good old Kirk Thuggins. That's how it works. The Daniel Jones. 
That's exactly how it works. Because I we you earn your nicknames on this show. I will not call him Danny Dimes. You earn your nicknames. That's how we've done it. That's how we always do it. That's how we're always going to be doing it. You earn your nicknames. Danny Jones. That's Daniel Tumbles. I'm not even gonna call him Danny, no, because like that'll be disrespectful. Danny will call, him, call him by his government and call him by his government until he earns it. Or I don't know. I mean, he might be a con artist at this point too, where he was able to. He's never Sam thrown Brad. more. He's never thrown more touchdowns in games he's played in a season. Have y'all seen that stat? Yeah, yeah. Don't he got more rushing yards than he does passing yards? He might. He might. But let's let's get back to New England. Like I said, New England's gonna be fine. I, I see Jets going not or a. Uh, Eight and nine, New England's going to go nine and eight. Here's my question. Hmm. Do y'all think Bill Belichick's ever going to be on the hot seat? No. No. Belichick is king of Foxborough and Massachusetts. He never has to pay for his uh, whole t-shirt. No, he's the, pu- he's the public king and not the, not the underground not the underground big bad boss. No. Do you, okay, question though. Do you know why? And I, I love bringing this up because it's fantastic. Do you know why Belichick wears the hoodies and the shirts that he does? Because can't nobody tell him different? Kind of. So there was a rule in the NFL, and it still is, where you have, oh, right. I know you're about to go you have to wear a suit or you have to wear team apparel. But, and Belichick doesn't want to wear a suit, so like we have to wear team apparel. Who the heck like, wants to wear suits to a press conference and his football? I'm, that's all I'm saying, but it has to be team apparel. So he's like, any team apparel. And they go, yeah. He goes, all right. So now you have sweatshirts with no sleeves on them. You have T-shirts with holes in them. You have clothes that haven't been washed since he bought them. Because Basically they the aftermath of a WWE event. Like you, you just can't get done with no. You can't tell him no because he's still on the right. He's doing the right thing. He hasn't done anything no. wrong. What coach wants to wear a suit on the sideline anyway? Thank I you. I don't get you why basketball coaches did it. Oh, well, that's more of a I, I, yeah, you know what? I don't even understand that either. If I'm like Steve Kerr, I'm going out there rocking basketball shorts and like yeah. a practice jersey and coaching that way. Come on. I don't get that, and I don't get why baseball managers get uniforms either. It's stupid. No, they should I'm actually fine with that. I'm, 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 here's the reason why I'm fine with that. Because, look, I, you run Alabama baseball a lot as much as I am, and not to mention you hang around a lot of whole um, baseball historians, translation, old white, old white guys. They will tell you it's the old ball. It's the old ball player feel. Like you can't play anymore, but like when you wear that uniform, when you want when you wear that uniform, it makes you feel like you're one of the guys. You part like it makes you feel like one of the guys. You know, it makes you feel like one of the guys being on the sideline, (laughs) being in the (laughs) dugout, being in charge of whether they start or not. Like that's that's. But we're getting way off topic on this one. This is already going to be a two part episode. This is going to be fun. (laughs) This is already going to be a two part episode, but. Like I said, New England's going to be all right. Uh, they'll be nine and eight. They'll be right above the Jets, but they're still on the bottom rung of the division. Miami uh, did fantastic in the offseason. They got Jalen Ramsey. I bet. Um, okay. So, like, with, real quick, with, hmm. uh, with going back to New England, real, their record is going to be dependent on whether they get De- DeAndre Hopkins or not. Right. Okay. But by, I'm talking like two games. Yeah. It's not going to be anything crazy. They're still going to be nine and eight. True, true, it, but like it does move the needle a, a bit. It does. No, it absolutely does. If they sign DeAndre Hopkins, they go from nine and eight to eleven and six. Because people, and gotta, seven. Uh, pe- people got to understand. Look, you get Mac Jones. You get Mac Jones weapons. He he could take you some places. He's done fine without weapons, and that's the thing. If you actually give him a weapon, then he'll do decent. 
But Miami yeah. had a fantastic offseason. They made the biggest splash with getting Jalen Ramsey. It was a fantastic signing. Um, you also got the only reason why the Jets were able to win games last year because uh, Mormon Mahomes couldn't do it. Um, Mormon Mahomes, and by that Mahomes, I mean Jackson Mahomes, not Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to disrespect him like that. Uh, I will disrespect Jackson all I want. Uh, he got drafted by the Sheriff's Department. And <laughs> I did. For the Police Athletic League. <laughs> it, it's, look, he ain't it. And Wilson will not be making any, he won't be making Rogers life hell. That's what makes me laugh too, because Rogers ain't going to coach him up either. But look, nope. Mike White is now in Philly, or not Philly. Mike White is now in uh, Miami. He's going to be backing up Tua, which will be fine. I think it's fantastic. It's a decent option. It's a fantastic insurance policy. Um, uh, they ended up actually picking up Devin A. Chain as well, who was one of the fastest running backs in the class. So they now have speed in that backfield. If they're able to sign Dalvin Cook too, they just get more loaded. I think they get Miami, more faster. Yeah, it, they just get better. They absolutely just get better. But the now, question I mean, is, can that offensive line hold up? Because I don't. They didn't do enough on the offensive line. The offensive line is going to be their biggest issue. This is why I see the Dolphins going maybe eleven and six. Dolphins can easily hit 11 and six. They'll be fine. There's going to be a bit of a fallback because now they're starting to learn about how, you know, their head coaches, you know, system and everything. Cause your first year in the league is your year to choose the best, which is also why it's hilarious that urban Meyer did as horribly as he did. Bruce is an absolute bum and a horrible coach. And I will defend that until the day I die. Um, urban Meyer defenders, you stay away from my funeral. I don't want you anywhere near it. Um, but I see the, uh, I see the Dolphins going 11 and six. They'll be fine. Um, now the bills are where we lead right into while we still wait on Aaron to join, uh, if possible, bills go 12 and five. I mean, it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be much different. Bills go 12 and five. The Stefan Diggs drama was all, was all crap. It we know. All, yeah. But we knew that we, we all knew, knew that. And Diggs even came out and said, he's like, look, I'm gonna let you guys talk on me all you want. Like, I don't, I don't care. Say whatever you want. That's fine. We're going to be totally fine They're, I mean, bills did fine. They they're talking about them signing, uh, Dalvin, I think that's dumb. I don't think they'll do it. You already got one of the cooks. There's no reason to have a second one. But I mean, decent offseason ended up, uh, well, they did lose Tremaine Edmonds. It's all right. I mean, they're still going to be fine. Osiris Torrance was a fantastic pick for Ricard. So that offensive line got better, which was one of their biggest weak points last year because Josh Allen gets hit or gets hit too much. Um, and there was a significant fall off last year from when he actually got hit in the elbow and he hurt his elbow right there. And then he just started having more and more incompletions. So I think it's definitely a part of it. Um, you know, Hey, we'll see how it is. But I mean, I think they go 12 and five bills are still the best team in the AFC East jets. You're still trash. Um, you are the dumpster fire. You have been for the last five plus years. I don't care. You always will be um, until you find a way to not be the place that quarterbacks go to die. Uh, not my problem. Not my concern. It's Rogers. I, why did Rogers leave? Let, let, let's go back into this. Why did Rogers leave a very weak quarterback division to go to the arguably the strongest think, division in in for quarterbacks? Well, let's look at it. The Jets desperately wanted him, and I do use the term desperately enough. Mm-hmm. What has been Green Bay's problem the last few years as an organization? They've been desperate. Or Rodgers in general. Been, oh, they've been bent over backwards 
on on down on one knee or both knees for Aaron Rodgers since they gave him the keys. But the big um and that's where the issue lies with the Jets. They were the only team in the AFC West, and they were the only big market that wanted him desperately enough. And they were willing to do whatever he wanted to get him to come there. Whether mm-hmm. it's Coach, whether it's Cobb, whether it's Lazard, it doesn't matter. But remember, he didn't they, give him a list. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Nah. Big, biggest lie of the offseason. No, or he did absolutely he? did. He absolutely yeah. did. There's no way he didn't. Yeah. It, I don't think it was a list as far as paper. That would have been a text message list. But the point, the point being is, yeah, because we got we got to dip. Um, the point is, the Jets were desperate enough to give him everything that he wanted to get him, and like mm-hmm. he and Aaron Rodgers knew that was the best choice because the Jets had been desperate to have a an elite quarterback, knowing what their defense was capable of, and given the weapons that they already have with Garrett Wilson and Uzama. And the offensive line's not that bad neither. Plus, they get mm-hmm. uh, Brees Hall's coming back next season to help out with the run game. You get the quarterback, it changes your whole fortune. So Do now you- the Jets, now the Jets can contend in that division and possibly make a deep playoff run. Possibly. Do you? So agree? they were desperate. Sorry, go ahead. So Do they you- were desperate enough. Aaron Rodgers and plus Aaron Rodgers, it helps out his ego if he's able to do this thing in New York. It's not going to. He won't be able to. Do he think, ain't gonna handle he ain't gonna handle that media. No, oh no, the media's gonna eat him for breakfast. I can't wait. Like he can't he he's not gonna be able to outsmart him. No. No, God, he, the reason why I know that Rex Ryan's Rex Ryan has a tattoo of his wife in a Mark Sanchez jersey is because of the New York media. I don't need that little nugget of knowledge. Never needed it. Still have it. And that's further proof of how intense the New York media is. Jim, you're up there. You see it daily. You find out oh. crap that you don't know existed. Oh, everything's under the microscope here. Even down to how Aaron Rodgers is going to wipe his ass is going to be talked about. He is just Charmin Ultrasoft, just like his ego. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into the let's get into the NFC East. Um, we we got to close this one out because we've been going for over an hour now, way over an hour now. Let's get into the NFC East. Let's kind of tag team this thing a little bit. Um, Philly's still the best team in the division. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You, um, you mean NFC East? Yeah, what did I say? AFC East. Oh, my bad. NFC East. Philly's still the best team in the division. Philly's still Without a, question. A, a 12-win team. No questions asked. They'll be fine. Uh, there's big talk about how, like, well, they had the easiest schedule last year. Now they have the hardest schedule. I don't like looking at strength and schedule right out of the gate because we don't know. We, no we haven't seen how the teams are going to play, and then you got to take account somebody – we always hope and pray no injuries, but we must prepare for them. Someone's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt. You don't know which team's going to hit the injury bug. You just pray it's not your team. Exactly. These team, these you know, strongest records are based off of last year and okay. how they played last year. So you don't know what's going to happen. So I don't believe any of that right now. They're going to be fine. Not concerned at all. Philly's going to still win the division. Yep. Giants are going to scr- or strangle to or, um I give him ten wins. I th- yeah, I think the Giants are going to improve a lot, eye test wise, especially offensively, mm-hmm. defensively. They're going to show some signs. Evan Neal's going into his second year, and unlike Andrew Thomas, he's getting into the nick of his prime. So the offensive line should, should definitely improve some. Uh, the right now, the issue is going to be Saquon Barkley um, with this whole contract dispute because you paid Daniel Jones and you didn't pay him. 
which mm. I understand. It's I don't understand the running back hate. I really don't, especially when you have it, a guy because, like Saquon. It, because like, think about this: Isaiah Pacheco, he was a seventh, he was a seventh round guy. Mm-hmm. The attitude in national media is you can easily find a running back. It's not that big of an it's not that big of an issue to get an elite an elite talented running back. You could basically get any type and try to fill in and have them and make them go. But you can't if easily they find a Saquon Barkley or a Bijan Robinson that is, that or a Josh true, Jacobs. But also you got to go on the all. But also the other part goes into it. They don't last as long as they used to. No, they don't. Or, or Nick Chubb even. But it's, it's they take care of their body in the offseason. There's a reason why Derrick Henry, even though he's getting 30-plus carries a game, has been able to last as long as he has. We're starting to see those signs, though, where with Jonathan Taylor, what happened with him when he was getting just worked to death in, you know, at Wisconsin at college, and now it's showing. I, there's not a lot of mileage left in that body just because he was rushing, what, 300 carries a season or something like that? It was something ridiculous. Oh, there's not – yeah, there's not a ton of mileage left, but I mean, Giants will find a way to get ten wins. Um, nine if Darren Waller gets hurt like he always does, um, but they'll they'll be all right. I, not I, to mention, dog, this old Jalen Hyatt. I don't know how the heck this Joker fell all the way down to like what was second or third round. Based on what's coming out of training they, camp, I'm seeing they, it. He's getting they, third team reps. They they stole Jalen Hyatt. We'll and see. And as a Bama fan, you know what that dude did to you. Yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think Giants are going to be the second best team in the division still. Um, Cowboys and Commanders I, are, going to, I, are fight for third place. I'm, so, I'm sorry, and I hate that I have to say this. They're not second. They're third. And Who's, it pains me to say. It, it, it is not I, Dallas. I, 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 can't, I have to. I have to be on bias on this one if we're doing rankings. I absolutely I agree. hate the Cowboys with a burning passion. Mm-hmm. But I got too much respect for Michael Parsons. But they just lost crew. their offensive coordinator, so the offense they, that is have less that, that is true. But we're going to go we're going to go overall team right now. The Cowboys got a better defense than the Giants. Oh, their defense heck, is disgusting. I'll and heck, I'll take their de- I'll take the Cowboys defense over the Giants offense right now. And I love Brian Dayball, but we have not seen there has been no signs or no evidence that Daniel Jones can be that dude. He's not. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Now, you can make the same case for Dak Prescott. I get all that. And I know what my and I know Mike McCarthy is calling plays. I don't have no faith in that offense. But since you got two since you got two teams that the offense you do not trust, even though they got some receivers, but you got an offense that you do not trust. I got to go with Michael Parsons in that defense to be able to make a few turnovers and possibly score on defense than I do the Giants. Dallas will not win more than nine games. I'll give him nine. Dallas will not win more than nine games. I'm calling it now. I'll give him nine. And that's why I have them in third place because, because I can see here, the Giants getting 10. Here's my thing. I don't like it when the Cowboys are bad in the regular season. You know my routine. Mm-hmm. I want their hopes up. I want them winning the regular season. I want them to get them hopes up. I want undefeated Cowboys so I can roast them going into oh, God. If they when they blow win. it in the first if week. If they go undefeated and they get their division around in Dallas, and I'm going to give a prediction. Let's say they somehow see San Francisco again for the third straight year. 
San Francisco wished Dak Prescott a happy Father's Day, I'm sure. And, and, and this time, <laughs> and this time, Trey Lance is the quarterback because mm-hmm. two years ago it was Jimmy Garoppolo. Last year it was Brock Purdy. Now it's gonna be Trey this Lance year, or Sam Darnold. <laughs> Sam Darnold. And you're and still you gonna lose. lose. Oh my god! And you're still gonna lose because you ain't shit. <laughs> Boy, that's why I said I don't want them to be bad. I want the Cowboys to be good in the regular season because I want their hopes up. Cowboys ain't gonna be shit. You know who's gonna be shit? If you if you are a TV company, if you're if you're a company or manufacturer that makes TVs, Mm -hmm. you want the Cowboys to be successful. If you're Best Buy, if you're Walmart, you want the Cowboys to be successful during the regular season because by the time the playoffs start. And they lose. You're gonna be getting phone calls the next day and emails and orders that night on new TVs coming in. I can't wait. There was what? a Twitter, like there was a Twitter comment saying like, "What's the what like what's an undefeated battle or under or unlike an underrated beef?" Cowboy fans and TVs. <laughs> Without question. TVs uh, TVs would never go extinct, but they're an endangered species because of Dallas Cowboy fans. <laughs> That's why if anybody's watching this live, we ask you to please pray and please donate to the Salvation Army on the protection of all televisions the out there. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone off the rails quick. This is why it's going to be a two-part episode. For right. just 50 cents a day, you can donate to the Walmart TV fund for Dallas Cowboys fans. And for 75, <laughs> you can donate to Best Buy because we tax harder than Walmart. For a dollar, it'll be Costco because you have to pay for the membership. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roast the commanders and close it out. Commanders ain't it. Sam Howell's not going to be that. Dude. Sam Howell might be that dude. Sam here's, Howell- the, here's the thing at the beginning, they're going to struggle. They're gonna like be mid in the mid season, and then they're gonna hit a late stride. But it's already too late. They're not gonna make the playoffs. It's the same thing with last year. It's too late. The defense is now, decent. Chase Young, he's gonna try to compete for the defensive player of the year. He might get traded though. That's the thing. So where's he gonna I go? I doubt that. We'll see. I don't think they're gonna trade unless he requests for requests for one. But right now, he's going into his third season. Last year, he barely played because he was dealing with injury. Mm-hmm. I no trade. We'll see now, how he Jonathan is. Allen. That might be a different game. Mm-hmm. Along with Darren uh, Deron Payne, but we'll, yeah, again, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the biggest thing for me is, like I said, I think Commanders are obviously going to be in last place in the division. They're they just not there yet. They got to get a quarterback. Sam Howell might be the dude. I know. Sam Howell might be the dude. No, but Brian Robinson. Needs Here's the reason why: Ron mm-hmm. Rivera. They need to get rid of their coach. Uh, I got yeah. nothing but love for Riverboat Ron, but there's a reason I'm glad, why I'm, and I'm glad he, and I'm glad he recovered from all the cancer stuff. Absolutely. I'm glad he's going to like live a very flourish life. But I said this a while ago. Defensive head coaches are starting to become extinct, man, yep, because they're making because there've been a lot of mistakes made on via the offense. And not to mention this league is hard to play defense on given the rules. <laughs> Except for that guy. I love Rabel. No, I love Rabel. Don't get me wrong. I love Rabel. No, not Rabel. I thought you was like mimicking Belichick. Like, that joke ain't going nowhere. No, Belichick. I was whispering. It's till death do do them part. The team's going to retire when when Belichick does. 
Robert Kraft can be like, it's been a great ride. I'm going to sell the team. We're retiring. Move them. I don't care where you put them. <laughs> Our coach is gone. Yo, yo, imagine if you could trade coaches. Uh, they can to the NBA. We did it with Doc Rivers. I could do that, Boston. I had to go somewhere else. How'd that work out? Worked out okay for us. Didn't work out great for Philly or the Clippers or anywhere else his bum ass went. <laughs> I mean, have y'all won a championship since then? No, but we gotten farther than Philly and the Clippers. Have you won a championship since then? No. Again, how far has it worked out? Y'all been in the same boat. We've been a we've been in a better boat. We still got a hole in the boat, but it's a smaller hole. Bro, it's still a hole and you're sinking. <laughs> we playing better than Atlanta. <laughs> No, it's th- you're still talking about a hole in the boat. <laughs> we'll see how they do in the offseason. This is a state of the, the NFL. No, Paul Pierce built the boat, and Danny Ainge no, built the boat. No, no, Let's no. talk about that. Uh, no, and you then they took the, the oars said, when they no, left. You said, no, you said, and I know we're drifting off and we got to end it, but like you said, doing better than Atlanta. You were talking about y'all built the boat. We ain't built the boat. That boat that we was on, like during the Eastern Conference Final, rented that thing. Y'all are Patrick with the board and the nail in his head. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna go that far. I'm, I'm. We're more like the guy that says, "Like, give me the monkey wrench." No, that's a tool wrench. Give me a monkey wrench. No, that's a sandwich. Give me the monkey wrench. No, that's ranch. Give me. I said a wrench. We're that. Uh, oh my god, this turned into a basketball show. As with all of our shows, this has gone off the rails very, very quickly, and I love it. But closing up with Washington. Washington wins eight games. Eight, nine games. I don't see him more than that. And, I mean, Howell's going to lead him to a couple good games. He'll be all right. The receiving core is fantastic, but, and the defense is good. But, I mean, that beyond that, you know, Ryan Roberts needs to step it up running the ball. Gibson needs to not fumble the ball. Um, it's actually the first move I always they make. Gotta find a, they got to find a way to they gotta find a way to throw the ball. That, too. Oh, so. Also, never mind, never mind, never mind. That's right. AFC. That's AFC East. All right. Well, that's pretty much it for all the divisions. Uh, welcome to the uh, all of our state of the NFL things. I'll probably chop up a little things at the end just to have some recording stuff. Um, but thank you all for staying with us, for for any of you who stayed with us the whole time, whether it's live or, you know, you listen to this in your car. Hopefully you had a very long road trip and you're able to listen to both parts back to back. They'll both come out this week at some point. Uh, we'll figure that out off air. But, you know, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, you can find me and Jalen at Tuesday Sports News, or you can find me uh, if you just want to hear my rants uh, completely unhinged over at Is This a Bad Take, uh, ITA Bad Take Pod on Twitter, or TDSN Pod on Twitter as well for me and Jalen. So, Jim, where can the people find you? Uh, Twitter, Fan and the Van Podcast is the easiest and pretty much the best way to get a hold of me. Same for us. I, I run most of our social media, so any uh, any beef you have, probably my fault. Um <laughs> <laughs> probably on me Jalen I might have written some checks that we we're, we're gonna hope our teams cash but we'll see uh <laughs> that's for later down the road but thank you guys for listening we really do appreciate it if you like the show what you can do is you can let us know by either rating five stars retweeting the show or commenting on the show feed the algorithm gods I don't care what platform we do it on we really do appreciate it don't know why it helps but it does at one point, we were the number two sports news uh, show on Good Pod. So thank you all for that. I appreciate it. I don't know where we're at right now, but we were there. Um, if we're still not there, get us back. Help us. Um, also, go check out Jim's show. for a very. It's always fun to listen to the show. Uh, go check out his uh, 
breakdown on the the newest ESPN 30 for 30 coming out, uh, Guns and Buns. Um, (laughs) Jalen's face. What? (laughs) The John Morant and uh, Zion Williams saga. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) If you know, you know. Um, But we're not going to get into that because that is old news at this point. But thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, if you want to get your, we're going to get into shout outs as well. The best way to get a shout out is to retweet the show, uh, like the show, five star reviews, all of it. If you like the show, that's how you let us know. If you did like the show, we appreciate you giving it a shot, especially for the two parts of this. Um, I can't give you the time back and I probably won't treat it like a bad date. It's, it's not us. It's you. Um, or it's you and not us, whatever helps you sleep at night. That's how we're going to do this. Um, but some couple shout outs. If you're looking for other sports shows or other shows, to listen to in general, Wrestling shows, go check out John of a Wrestling Fan Insight or Austin over the Wrestling World Podcast. If you're looking for normal sports shows, I'll, like we said, go check out Jim from Fan of the Van. Uh, Brent and Dave of 1420 Sports, um, the BSC Sports Podcast. Go check out Aaron of Brutaliana Sports, who sends his apologies for not being able to make it tonight. Um, we're going to have him on the show at a different time. Um, if you want to get on TikTok, go check out Darian over at Chill Takes. I'd want him back on the show. We both do. Darian, we will get you back on. He will find a time, I promise. Uh, if you're looking, uh, uh, go check out, um, the, we like sports podcast, go check out sports Bliss with Robin Chris. Um, if you're looking for sports betting, go check out the, you bet smart podcast with Jake and Scott, or go check out Nate's daily wager. Um, if you're looking for just a kind of, I guess a show about history, go check out the stupid history minute podcast. If you want to find out what to do in Vegas, go check out visit Vegas places. Coil puts on a great show. Um, if you want to go see where the A's will eventually be playing for some reason, I, I will tear into uh, Robert Manford on my own time. Um, that will be probably what we talk about next one is just about take. Um, but at that note, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This will be a two-part episode. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.